Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Good morning, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. Thursday the 21st of July. Welcome into the show. I'm... Here in Auckland with the lads, Kempe's right across from me. He's wearing his rain jacket. She's cold and miserable outside. And Louie, well, he's just been Louie. Swan dried up. BGP hat on. Same going for Louie. He doesn't change often. Well, we chat to him, surely. <laughs> but Kempe, Morena made us very, Morena, very good brother. to see you, brother. Yeah, no, you too, Izzy. You too. Uh, yeah, I've got my rain jacket on today because I've got to drop my car off. Um, got a light come on the other day coming back from Kitty Kitty saying that some Ed Blue light. <laughs> yeah. well, back in the old days, I bought my mum a Viva. You know, you ever know yeah. Viva? Little Viva? No. Nah. Voxel Viva, they oh, were Voxel called. Oh, Voxel Viva, yeah. So, um, you know, I left school when I was 15. I went straight down the Freezing Works at university and, and, you know, got a good insight into how the town operates. And in the off season, um, you get kicked off the chain, so you get put on the dollar. So I thought, oh, should I build my mum a car? So, Went and got a shell, which was a Viva Vauxhall. <laughs> See, back in those days, the point I'm making is that you could put a motor in, put a clutch together, um, get a one-cent coin, turn the ignition, fire it up, and the way thing goes. These days, get a light come on in your car. Had got no idea what to do, mate. So got to, got my rain jacket on because I've got to go and drop it off at the garage today. And uh, didn't want to get wet Are you a bit of a mechanic there, Kempe? You, you know you a wee bit about the cars, do you? I, mate, I'll, I'll tell you what, my passion mm. is cars. Mm. Love cars. Absolutely love them. Um, and, yeah, I, did, I didn't mind mucking around with them back in the old days. Like I said to you, my very first car, my dad paid 50 bucks for it, went up and got it off a mate. It was an old holder. It'd be worth $50,000 today. That's what they're worth. And uh guy sold it to him because the collar shift had mm. snapped. So the old man said, oh, should we go and get that, eh? And I went, yep. So he got home and said, well, what are we going to do? He said, oh, we'll just chuck a gear stick in the floor. <laughs> so we got the, got the old lady's washing machine and pulled the handle off with those old ringer washing machines. We put a put a ring around it like a, a, so you could get a screw on it and shoved it through the through the um, linkages on the bottom of the floor, cut a hole in it with a grinder, and there we had it. We had a, we had a shift. We had a gear shift, mate. The old man said, where are you going to take the rubbish to the dump? <laughs> yeah. The only problem is when you put it in first gear, it was flat on the floor. The gear stick was, it, you pushed it forward and it went flat down. So, man, I, was, well, I was about five foot six then, going <laughs> to the dump. But every time you change it from first to second, I had to, I was looking at the road and then I had to go right down under the dash <laughs> to get the gear stick and pull it up into second, mate. Oh, God. We've got some stories growing up. You've, you've just really made me reflect on some stories growing up with old school cars. Everyone will probably be able to relate. My dad's probably listening to this right now. Yeah, mate. Oh, mate. Uh, I've got a story of driving from... Uh, we, were, we were in Hawke's Bay driving to Gisborne, and uh, Dad had a mini... Anyway, I don't know if I should tell us. He'd be embarrassed, but the brake pads, they, they didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so we drove for about two and a half hours with pretty much no brakes. We're going down the hill, it's hand braking down the hill. <laughs> Dad's car, all I remember is just the old... <laughs> You know, because it's the old brake pads yeah, yeah, with no yeah. pad on no. them. Just going, and then they blow out. <laughs> so for about half the trip, we just had handbrake. Oh, going down mate, the there'd, be so, there'd be so many stories <laughs> out there back in the old days. We had the same one with the brakes. The old man got a Mark One Zephyr. 
he bought that off a mate. My man would buy a car every three months. He bought this Mark One Zephyr. He forgot it had no brakes. We had a stop bank <laughs> going home. We had to do right turn a right to go into where the house we were renting, and um, he was going too quick, mate. He went to change the gears down, hit his foot on the brake, and was going too quick, which straight into the stop bank. So. Um, yeah, man, loads of fun with cars growing up and not so fun these days when they break down. The other thing about that, too, you could fix them yourselves. These mm. days, it costs you a fortune. Mm. Yeah, they do. The, the, the technology in cars these days, they're all European, so you've got to send away for parts. It's, it's all changed. But I've got some great memories with, with the old man and, and cars. And, well, he didn't have a good run. Still doesn't, the old fella. But anyway, I love you, Dad. I'll see you, on, uh, see you tomorrow. Looking forward to getting home and, and seeing all the family for the weekend. Today's show, we're going to talk some Black Caps. How good is it? The Black Caps have probably just finished their game. They've bowled out Ireland for 91. And we're going to probably get a Black Cap on uh, very, very shortly. They're very accommodating. We appreciate the New Zealand cricket management. How do we get that person into the New Zealand rugby? <laughs> How do we get that person from the Black Caps? That's a good shout. That gets into New Zealand rugby because every time we find the Black Caps media manager, it is not an issue. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, actually, just on there, this is boring media chat, but Willie Nichols, he heads up the Black Caps. Well, there's Richard Bock, who does the uh, corporate media and uh, for New Zealand cricket. And um, then Willie Nichols looks after the Black Caps predominantly. James Bennett looks after the White Ferns predominantly. Then uh, ben Mackey, who's over there at the moment. Now, you know how the Black Caps and cricketers in general, we're talking to Bears after, right? Mm. They're really good at uh, player management and load management and yep. making sure that they take their players home. They do it with staff. So Shane Jurgison right now is usually the bowling coach. He's being head coach of this T20 and ODI series against Ireland. And they do it with their staff, including their media manager. So Ben Mackey is at the moment over there with the Black Gaps. Same precedent, same attitude, same sort of guy as James Bennett, as Willie Nichols. Um, before that, it was a guy called Callum. And it's been like this for a long time. Mm. They've just set a really great example of this is the way we're going to deal with media. We know that we're not... And, and to be a successful organisation cricket, we need to work with the media. And all of them are like that. So it's a, it's a thing across the board, and, and they are really accommodating. They were 50 minutes away until we went to get someone. So hopefully that doesn't backfire. But no, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure they'll be <laughs> but good. But it's quite refreshing, you know, like through thick and thin. The good times, the bad times, they're always open and, and willing to get out there. And we know the disaster that's happening in, in New Zealand rugby at the moment. And there's a lot going on. Um, but we really, really appreciate it. Me being on the other side, I kind of understand it now. Um, when I was on the playing side, I probably didn't... Ref- appreciate it as much as I do now the the importance of, of getting out there and fronting through the good and, and through the bad and and just being being honest and open and transparent and, and that's what you need to do and at the moment New Zealand rugby uh, are not even close to doing uh, being transparent but anyway hopefully we can talk to the Black Caps after seven then following that we're going to talk to the Sheikh Al Sharok. I've been waiting for this this chat for about two weeks ever since Kempi and ladies' man gave me a, a wee little fill-up a couple of weeks ago when Al was just on a heater, had a big couple of weeks, a uh, couple of meetings, and uh, got, got everyone a little bit paid. So he's got a few racing this weekend. We're going to talk to Al Sharrick after 7.40ish, and Kev, uh, Kim P will be right up and about. Just ask me racing in the Opunaki Cup, and it's, uh, it's going to be a huge weekend. And after 8, like you said, Louis, we're going to chat to Bears. The coach, McCallum, he's back in New Zealand. I had a good chat with him yesterday, and uh, he's enjoying his time. He was having coffee with Tim Seifert and Tim Southey. 
uh, there in uh, Hamilton. So he's he's loving being back, and uh, he's got a hell of a gig. He's heading back over to get back in some more coaching for England, but things are, are trajecting, you know, trajecting in the right direction. Ben Stokes, obviously, huge news. He's given up the ODI, so we'll have a chat to him about that. And player management, player load. So it'll be awesome to catch up with Bears. And then we're going to go around the grounds with Rainbird to, to finish the show. Big weekend of sport. We're going to talk some NRL, talk some Warriors. They're taking on the Raiders, Kempe. Huge weekend. A huge weekend, yeah, and especially Stace has come out and, yeah. and basically said he can either take this two ways to Reese Walsh. I told you there's a story about Reese Walsh this week. Mm. I said that last week. There'll be another one next week. And Stace said yesterday he can either take this. I really liked it. I, seriously, I did. I really liked this. He can either take this two ways. Basically, in, in layman's terms, he said, you're either going to salt or you're going to get mm. on with it. And and he's actually got on with it. So the boys reckon he's, he's training okay. I, I think there's some... Some more stuff to play out with Reese Walsh going into this back end last seven weeks, but mate, I, I like their I like their chances this weekend against Canberra. Yeah, no Jordan Arpanay's taken an early plea, so he's a big loss because he, he pushes through the middle of the ruck where the Warriors um, they can't get them without uh, Adam Fanua Blake there and the and the lack of size. But without him in the side, uh, it'll always go well against Canberra. I think they're a chance, mate. Mm. I was saying that on the running it straight yesterday in the afternoon. Um, they always play well against Canberra. It's always a tight one. So if you're looking to have a punt on that, I reckon half-time draw, full-time um, field goal. Is it? Well, it's one of the, it, it generally goes down that way, down that line. Do you know line. what? You really surprised me when you come off left field with something <laughs> like that and it comes <laughs> off, mate. I just, uh, the Justin Thomas has rattled me. The Justin Thomas has rattled me when you got that one. But, mate, that's a good bet. That's a good bet, KP. And you're right with the Reese Wall situation. Stacey Jones come out and just spoke to him. You, you can go two ways. It's good to hear that he has um, taken it on his chin and he's moving forward because he's got a lot going on his plate. He's got a hell of a lot going on his plate. He could have went to the, to the Dolphins. They obviously offered more money to him, but he made a decision to go to the Broncos. There's a lot of things happening off the field with the COVID situation uh, that, that happened a couple of weeks ago and, and now this. So hopefully he can just really get some time away, figure out what he wants to do and, and finish his job. Like we, The Warriors gave him his opportunity. No one knew Reese Walsh before he came into the Warriors. Didn't even have an idea who he was, mate. So he, they've given him an opportunity. The least he could do is really repay them the faith by being there training. Like The, the thing when you're not playing, it shows what kind of player and what kind of character you are because if you're sulking, you bring everyone else down. This is bigger than Reese Walsh. This is about the team and, and like you said, the, the Raiders, a great opportunity to really return the faith, bring the faith back to the to the Warriors faithful. Yeah, it's not the first time they've done it with a fullback um, out of a Brisbane competition. You know, like uh, Reese Walsh was about number three, I think, at the time when Kevy Walters took over. They had their eyes on him. They knew he was a really good talent. Um, but they didn't have him in their in their sights, and the Warriors gave him a chance. Now, the same thing happened to Brent Webb. I don't know if you remember Brent Webb, but yeah. Brent Webb, we saw him playing in the Queensland Cup. He was a top try scorer, and got, decided to give him a chance. Come over, mate. He was built, honestly, for a small man. He used to love taking his his top off. You go anywhere, and he guess well, he looked like Arnie Schwarzenegger when he took it <laughs> off. Too, I'd have it off all the time as well. Um, but he was really built and just so tough, and we gave him a crack, and man, he could play. Mm. And he ended up playing. He ended up having such a good career. He ended up, you know, obviously we went to a grand final with us. Um, he went to England, won a ton of uh, awards over there with Leeds, but also play. Ended up playing for the Kiwis uh, a number of times as well. You know, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Reese Walsh should feel uh, like he does owe the Warriors something because yep. they pulled him out mm. of a of a position. 
way before his time, you know. And if you think way back then when he was in, in probably third in line, and then Tamari Martin goes, he was probably fourth in line. Mm. You know, he's probably still playing playing um, in Queensland Cup. So, yeah, good call by Stace. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they go this weekend. I'm, I'm thinking about a win. I think they can get it. Well, well, here's a question for you, Kempi, and, and you, Louis. We've only really seen him at fullback. We've only seen Reese Walsh play particularly at the back in the one jersey. Is that his jersey? Is that is that his position? Is that where we're going to see him in long term? Or, or can we picture him getting in around the ball in the halves, maybe even pushing out to wing, where defensively you're, you're probably more man on man, whereas fullback you're covering a lot, particularly with open breaks, and that's where he's been exposed mostly is those one-on-one with open breaks. So... Oh, is, look, one I, is, is one his position? No, I don't. I, look, I've thought long and hard about Reese Walsh, and you know, you've got to remember, you know, as he as you grow as a footballer, you mm. thicken out. You know, like so, you you start to mature and fill your body out, especially when you're training for such long periods during the week. And he's gonna, he's of that that um, bully Luke build. Yeah. So he's short, fast. Bully Luke start. Bully Luke when he when he came into the scene he was he was a fullback for Wellington, man he was dynamic he was pretty similar to what Reese Walsh is I actually think Reese Walsh is going to end up as a hooker, mm. I think that's his best position going forward, uh, and a co- and a coach will see that because he's dynamic out of out, uh, off the mark so someone will get him teach him teach him the the intricacies of what a really good dummy half does I reckon it'd be a sensation yeah beauty on the defensive side got a lot of a lot of his body's got to change a lot first doesn't it yeah and and he's struggling that's the problem you know Stace said that yesterday he's making some um, pretty average calls when he's organised a defensive uh, line like your fullback really dominates your structure yeah. in D like he's moving players in and out of like one one movement of a player in a rugby league um Defensive line makes a massive difference, so you don't get Fanua Blake caught next to Sean Johnson, for instance. Just like you know, that's what Bodie wants, doesn't he? He wants a front rower yeah. caught next to a, a centre, and it's a show and go, and he gets to the outside of the front row. It's the same in rugby league. So if your fullback can't dominate that positioning of a, of a player really quickly, which Reese obviously hasn't hasn't been able to do, then he's probably not he's not suited to that spot. So basically, sorry, Lou, when they run back, I'm just trying to figure out because I've played league. But when they're running back, hey, Reese Walsh will be looking because he's, he's got the back to him. He's pointing so, to go left or right. Yeah, so he's you're looking at the fullback and he's saying you get there, mm. and he's just pointing. And big boys that are struggling with because the, they're breathing all the time, mate. They don't want to. They don't want to have to look around. They yeah. want you to tell them where to go. Sweet. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.